Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Happy Monday to you, everyone. We do this every Monday. We break down the week that was in the NFL. We still have a Monday night game, of course, with the, um, the Lions and the Raiders. But we try to break down everything that's taken place in week eight. Started on uh, Thursday night. You can get the breakdowns at LandryFootball.com. The Bucks dropping the third straight game. They've fallen uh, very, very quickly. The Bills figured them things out. Dallas coming out the gate and uh, taking it to the Rams. You've got the Carolina Panthers getting their first win when we're all talking about how well and how much better C.J. Stroud has played. Bryce Young gets it done. Minnesota win, but but a loss to Kirk Cousins with the torn Achilles. How about Will Levis? Is an impressive rookie debut beating the Falcons with the Tennessee Titans in the old Houston Oilers uniforms. And then you got the 49ers suffering their third straight loss, this time to the Bengals who are suddenly surging. The Broncos snapping their 16-game losing streak to the Chiefs. So lots going on. Let's take a look at all the games, kind of how it played out. The Chargers uh, Sunday night getting the Bears 30-13. to Justin Herbert playing well after fracturing his middle finger on his left hand in week four. He had one of the um, the worst three-game stretches of his career with career lows and passing yardage. But Sunday, he didn't have a glove on his left hand. He looked more comfortable, and boy, did he play very well. Austin Eckler, uh, after missing three games of a high ankle sprain, returned to action. Um, he played very well. It was against the Bears. Um, you know, uh, the Chargers' rushing offense has uh, been among the worst in the NFL all season. That didn't change on Sunday night. They finished with just 54 yards. The Bears' defensive line closed openings. The Chargers' rushers were stopped before getting to the line of scrimmage. They got the Jets on Monday night. For the Bears, uh, what did the Bears' defense, uh, why did it regress after a good two weeks? Um, you know, the Vikings and the Raiders quickly dissipated um, with the Bears. Um, allowing just Justin Herbert to complete his first 15 passes, throw for almost 300 yards and three touchdowns. They did not generate any pressure. Again, against the Vikings and the Raiders, different different game. Um, the opponent was better. The Bears allowed long drives, three touchdown drives of 92, 55, 75 yards. They were overmatched by an offense that went seven for 12 on third down. Uh, found a workaround through the air when it couldn't run the football. Um, it just was a, a comeuppance and a sign that 
yes, you'll win in this league and you move on. It does not necessarily mean that you have figured things out. Chicago's still a long way from being good. Did thought Cole Komet, the tight end, had a really good game. It was a positive. He was security blanket for Tyler Badgett. Um, Velas Jones, on the other hand, really struggled. Had a 15-yard penalty for running into Chargers punt returner Darius Davis. Uh, they get the Saints next week, um, uh, do uh, the Bears. Denver getting it done against Kansas City, ending a 16-game losing streak, as we mentioned, against the Chiefs. Um, will Sean Payton lean more in the running game? They're, they're a little bit better. They're more efficient. Um, and it was running the football that was the difference. There were times Sunday when the Broncos controlled every bit of, of the tempo in the line of scrimmage with a methodical running attack that really was good on first down. <clears throat> I want to talk about your ability to be good on third down, be good on first down. But then Payton will drift into pass, 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 punt. That became a rally kill. The Broncos run game did a good job against what has been a really good Kansas City defense, but they're better against the pass and the run. Um, look, I thought that explosive runs and run block win ratio was very good. And I think the Broncos need to show more of that, do more of that. Um, thought Jaquan McMillan played well at his first career interception against Mahomes, and he showed up big time in this game. Um, Russell Wilson had three touchdown passes, but it was a bit of a choppy effort. He, uh, barely crossed hundred yards passing at the start of the fourth quarter. He had 104 sack four times. He fumbled twice. He's holding onto the ball way too long. So yeah, it's great to just pats on the back. You get that win. Let's, let's look, look at the tape a little bit closely and see that Russell Wilson's far from good at this point. They've got the bills next week um the chiefs is it a damaging loss it's not ideal they're the only afc team with one loss entering sunday but they're now in a six and two group with the dolphins jags and ravens it's kind of how it looks by the way the afc has those four teams with six wins and then oh by the way let's throw in a five win buffalo and does anybody want to play cincinnati right now well, uh, the AFC is going to be a whole lot of fun the rest of this year. And I think in the playoffs, getting number one seed is going to be such a fun ride here. Um, it feels like next week's game against Miami is a playoff game. Because it's going to go a long way away towards, at least with these two teams, claiming the number one seed, or at least give the upper hand over the other. Um, the pass rush was good. They were able to get good pressure and sack Wilson five times. Carlofitas played well. Mahomes did not. He wasn't at his best. Talk about the flu and everything. Look, no excuses, but it certainly explained some things. He couldn't even threaten the Broncos with any kind of comeback. He didn't get much help. He was held without a touchdown pass. And you'll wonder, as they play the Dolphins in Germany next Sunday morning, you'll wonder, <coughs> pardon me, if this is the trade deadline comes Tuesday and you can get more details about key trades and teams that need to make move over at LandryFootball.com, you need to look at maybe this game is a sign that Kansas City might need to add another receiving weapon. We'll see if they do that. Baltimore uh, beat Arizona 31-24. 
Um, Ravens are playing about as good as anybody in the AFC right now. It wasn't a blowout. Um, they have a favorable schedule. Lamar is playing well. Um, I thought Geno Stone played very well for him at safety. He was a fill-in starter. Quarter is the fifth interception in the third quarter. It's five picks. Um, very impressive. Odell Beckham continues to be a disappointment. Only the second time in the 102-game career that he failed to record a catch. Um, they got the Seahawks next week. It's going to be a fun game. Another test, well, a test for Baltimore. They'll need to play better than they did against Arizona, quite frankly, but they find a way to get it win. And again, they're one of the four teams that are sitting there at six and two. Uh, the Cardinals offense is not very consistent uh, and it's a problem. Um, they had an impressive methodical opening drive. Didn't score again until late in the fourth quarter. And there's a reason for it. You come in with a good game plan and a way to attack an opponent. And it takes a little bit of a while for your opponent to figure out what it is you're doing. And then it closes up. And then you really don't have any more answers, not because you can't schematically come up with one. You just don't have the personnel to get it done. Listen, Joshua Dobb missed too many easy passes, throwing high on a few through two interceptions, one that was costly. When the Cardinals running game gets stagnant as it did Sunday, the pass game can't make up for it. So there's a reason why they're not going to win many games. It's because they're not good. They don't have many answers. They're just not very talented. I think it's the worst roster in the league. They're playing hard. They're playing about as well as they can. They're just not very good. But Trey McBride had a strong fourth quarter. Rondell Moore um, didn't do much for him. Again, they need guys like that to step up and be playmakers. They got the Browns next week. Cincinnati. San, getting San Francisco 31 to 17. Um, you know, I said this might be different this year, meaning the slow start of the Bengals. It may not happen for them this year because I thought that injury to Joe Burrow was going to be lingering and problematic. He's moving well, and they look like championship contenders. The defense came up with three big turnovers in the second half. Joe Burrow had a big-time performance, 28-32, 283, 19 straight completions, three touchdown passes, no interceptions. The Niners were a bit shorthanded, and they're struggling. Um, the Bengals are good. T. Higgins was outstanding. Um, Irv Smith Jr., not the best performance. Um, need more out of him. How about Sunday night? Bengals, Bills, uh, big one. The Niners, what's wrong with them? They head into their bye. Um, the injuries are a factor. The defense has struggled to get off the field for tackling, lack of pressure, and soft coverage. That's not injury-based. The Depot Samuel, Trent Williams issues affects the offense. But the defense is most concerning. They've got too much talent to be struggling to get off the field and tackling as poorly as they are. The offense that once looked, un that once looked unstoppable is a mistake problem. They've been missing some key players. That's a little bit more explainable. Um, they're going to get healthy, and I think they're going to be fine. I think the, the quarterback needs to get healthy <clears throat> and maybe has his head cleared up a little bit, Figured literally – and figuratively, in the bye week, maybe can help that. Um, I thought Eric Armstead um, played well. Um, 
Brock Purdy did not. They've got the Jags on November 12th. So a little bit of time off. Good team. You expect them to rebound. Um, but there are a kind of a well-oiled oil machine type of team. They can't turn it on and off. They're they're good. But boy, it, it has to it has to be running on all cylinders. San Francisco falls into that category to me of how good are you when you're at your worst? They're struggling right now. They need to they need to get some key pieces back quickly. Seattle beating Cleveland 24-20. Um, this defense of Seattle looked good over the has looked good over the past three games. They were dominant enough on that side of the ball. Um, you know, they didn't look nearly as stout on Sunday. They allowed 385 yards to the Browns, but they were good enough with three sacks and three takeaways. So they weren't great at shutting somebody out, but they made big plays. And, you know, they, they, one of the takeaways is an interception by Julian Love that set up the game-winning score. And, you know, they were on the field way too long, <clears throat> 37 minutes, thanks in large part to the offensive struggles of the Seattle team. Um, thought Jordan Brooks played well the fourth year inside back. They're having a strong season, playing very well, a sack fumble in the first half. Quarterback hit, finished with 10 tackles. Um, with Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The run defense. Seahawks were the best defense against the run, run uh, in the NFL for the first month or so. But they've started to leak oil a little bit. Cleveland rushed for 155 yards, 40 attempts, almost four yards average. The big issue Sunday was um, was Cleveland's success on screen passes to David Njoko. They didn't defend that well. So be interesting to see. Seattle's got the Ravens next week, which is uh, going to be a lot of fun. We just mentioned that, talking about the Ravens. Now, the Browns, P.J. Walker gave the Browns a valiant three performances as replaced Deshaun Watson in the first quarter and last weekend in Indianapolis. But even though he played his best overall game in Seattle, Cleveland's upside was always going to be capped. They showed in the fourth quarter with the interception uh, off of uh, the blitzing Jamal Adams. Um, with the defense that they're playing, they need to get Deshaun Watson back, and he needs to play well and become a difference maker for him. If in the AFC, which I mentioned, all the teams, it's it's loaded at the top. If they're going to have a chance here, they got to get the quarterback back healthy. Um, I thought Martin Emerson played well at corner, second-year player, um, played very well. But the fourth-quarter defense, you know, all the talk about how good Jim Schwartz has done and how good the defense has been, um, they couldn't come up with the final stop. The fourth-quarter defense, they gave up 17 points in the first quarter. The defense controlled the game but couldn't come up with the final stop on 
uh, the game-winning drive. Was the difference? They got the Cardinals the next week to to get right game. The Jets finding ways to win, beating the Giants. What if the Jets could just continue to win? And what if in a month, as we're heading towards November, as we're November here on Wednesday, uh, what if they could get Aaron Rodgers back? Well, we'll see. Uh, it, it seemed a little bit dumb luck. Don't know how the Jets won it. Actually, I watched the whole game. I know how they won it, but it just wasn't all that. It, look, this was inept for 59 minutes. They pulled out an overtime thriller. They had no business winning the game. Uh, the Jets had a 98% chance of winning the game with 126 left in the fourth quarter. The Jets had eight penalties, 85 yards, uh, almost lost to Tommy DeVito. But it wasn't because anybody was doing anything offensively. This was the third straight win for the Jets. But they got a lot to fix. Uh, Greg Zerline, Thomas Morstead, the kicking game. Zerline won it with two field goals, a 35-yarder to send the game in overtime, and a 33-yarder to win it. Morstead punted 11 times, four inside the 20. It's the difference in the game. Make a bad offense, go the length of the field. It's the only chance you really want it. Um, third down play calling was very questionable by, by Nathaniel Hackett. They were two for 15 on third down, and then they had a first quarter fumble by Zach Wilson. Um, Jets have got to figure some things out. They get um, the Chargers on Monday, November 6th, uh, a Charger team that's playing a little bit better. The Giants um, let one get away. And it would have been sweet to beat the Jets, period. But to do it with Tommy DeVito um, didn't look good for Tyrod Taylor. Daniel Jones is not cleared for contact, so it's Tommy DeVito's show. Um, We'll see where things go going forward, but um, they're, they're looking at other options, but that's the biggest issue there. But Kayvon Thibodeau played well. He had a sack fumble on the game's opening drive. He's got eight and a half sacks in eight games, playing very well for him. Graham Gano hurt him. Look, um, he's hit, used to, usually hits 90% of his kicks during his career, but he missed two field goal attempts on Sunday, a 47-yarder in the first half and a 35-yarder in the fourth quarter, marking the third time in four games he's missed at least one kick. Look, this game was about inept offenses. Your defense has to make a play, and you your kicking game has to be on. The Jets' kicking game was better than the Giants, and that was the difference. They got the Raiders next week. The Saints get Indianapolis 38-27. Man. The Saints offense, can they build some momentum off of this? They got Alvin Kamara going in the passing game. They utilized Taysom Hill at the right moment. They hit some big plays. Um, they set a high in points after a lot of miscues. 511 yards of offense is the most since Christmas Day against the Vikings in 2020. Um, they came up big. Ten days of rest, that's a good sign. Um, mini by they were well-coached, well-prepared. Great game by Rashid Shahid in his first career 100-yard receiving game, three catches for 153 yards, a 58-yard touchdown reception, two clutch catches late in the game. Um, the run defense gave up the most net rushing yards, 164 this season. Allowed two runs of more than 40 yards because of poor tackling. Got to get things figured out. But they're tied for the division lead. They've got the Bears. They'll have the Falcons coming up. This little stretch here is really interesting, the NFC 
South is certainly wide open. The Colts, man, you start to think, and I'm watching them, that they should lean more into their running game. Um, they're the rare team to have substantive rushing success against New Orleans this season. Yet the coach, Shane Steichen, often seemed to ignore that, try to go to the running game. Now, listen, let's call it what it is. The Saints were able to get away and get 14-point leads, and, and so I think it took them out of the running game a little bit. But Jonathan Taylor had his most first-half yardage in nearly two years, 94 rushing yards, but Taylor inexplicably just got one carry in the second half. The backdrop for all this was the continued struggle of Gardner Minshew, the difficulty connecting with receivers through a critical interception at halftime. I don't know if they're putting too much on Gardner Minshew. A, a lot of talk, and Gardner's done a good job, but I think you need to lean more in the running game if you're the coach. It's my takeaway from it. Um, Shaq Leonard played well. He's been under much scrutiny. He's working his way back from a frustrating two years of lower leg issues, but he's becoming a more impactful with each week, finishing the season with 11 tackles. I thought the pass defense was poor, continued to undermine its defense. Um, injuries have crippled the unit. The Saints' little-use um, cornerback Tony Brown was torched uh, by the Saints, um, so it was a tough game. They get the Panthers next week. Want to tell you about my good friends at NutriSense. It's, today's podcast is sponsored by the folks at NutriSense. Um, it's a small device that you put on the back of your arm that then provides real-time feedback on how your body responds to the foods that you're eating, your exercise, stress, and even your sleep. With NutriSense, you just take a photo of your meal, adjust for portion size, and NutriSense does the rest. NutriSense helps you track your data, see your glucose trends, and understand your macronutrient breakdown for each meal. You also get an overall glucose score for each meal based on your body's response. You'll be matched with a board-certified nutritionist who will review your data and answer all your questions, plus they can help you with a personalized nutrition plan so that you can achieve your goals. You should try NutriSense today. It will open your eyes in profound ways to how you food your exercise, and your lifestyle choices are affecting you. What's more, it's empowering you with real-time feedback loop showing the consequences of your food and lifestyle choices. It's a powerful tool for understanding your body and affecting positive energy in your life. You can get all of this today. NutriSets has a special offer for our listeners. All you have to do is visit, visit NutriSets. That's N-U-T-R-I-S-E-N-S-E dot com slash Landry, that's all caps, L-A-N-D-R-Y, and use the code LANDRY, all caps, to start decoding your body's messages and pave the way for a healthier life. Be sure to tell them you've learned about NutriSense on the Landry Football Network podcast. That's NutriSense.com slash Landry. That's N-U-T-R-I-S-E-N-S-E dot com slash Landry, all caps, L-A-N-D-R-Y, to save $30 off your first month, plus get a month of board-certified nutritionist support. How about Tennessee wearing the old Houston Arler uniforms, which was a fine remembrance for me as former member of that staff. Tennessee winning 28-23 will let us playing well. What does it mean? Well, let's talk about what he did, first of all. He 
showed a big arm on three big touchdown passes that traveled 20 more, 20 or more yards on the air, played like a veteran, used pump fakes to move defenders out of position, open up passing lanes. The wide receivers came alive. Um, <clears throat> it was a difference. They had uh, three total touchdown receptions on the season. They had four Sunday. Levis has earned the opportunity to start Thursday against the Steelers, and I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be a tall order going up against the Steelers defense. Um, but also give Ryan Tannehill right ankle sprain another week to recover. Now, here's what's interesting. A, you've got to be careful about thinking that you found the next greatest quarterback in Will Levis. Maybe you have, but only time's going to tell. A lot more work needs to be done to see where his game will take it. People will have film on him, be able to play him a little bit differently. Is it enough or considering your situation? If you get an offer from, say, somebody like Minnesota, would you trade Ryan Tannehill before the trade deadline if you're Tennessee? A lot of discussion there. Thought D. Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, caught three touchdown passes, played very well. That ended a drought of nine games without a receiving touchdown. It was really, really good. Um, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Malik Willis and the, the exaltation of Will Levis. Let's remind folks that the first snap went to Willis. It was a little high. went through his hands. Recovered by the Falcons. Then uh, they went on to Will Levis. So, interesting to see Thursday night um, how they – uh, handle this Steeler defense, this offense. The Falcons, what do they do at quarterback? They went from Desmond Ritter to Taylor Heineke. Well, Taylor Heineke is not good enough, but they're in a division race, and he probably gives them the best chance, although I think it's going to be a problem at quarterback either way. Um, and I think they hid, hid it a little bit. I think they hid behind the – concussion protocol. I mean, I believe it was real with Ritter, but I also think they were maybe considering making a move. And I think that's a real problem. I I think that the defense let them down here. You can't give up that many big plays against a young quarterback. Um, That's a poor job. Look, the Falcons are going to have to win with their defense and running game and work around their quarterback. The Saints haven't been real consistent, but maybe they found something with Derek Carr, if he can stay healthy and Kamara can stay healthy, um, they have the best quarterback situation, albeit not good. I would say they get the best quarterback situation in the division, no doubt. Um, I thought Kahir Hodge played well at receiver. Um, Desmond Ritter, though, in the quarterback situation is a problem. They got the Vikings 
next week. Now, maybe they've got a shot because the Vikings are in a mess, obviously, with uh, Kirk Cousins going down. With Kirk Cousins, the Vikings, regardless of their record, the better team than the Falcons. But nobody got worse news this past weekend than the Minnesota Vikings and um, losing Kirk Cousins. Philadelphia got Washington 38-31. Boy, A.J. Brown continues to play great ball, was outstanding, and he's certainly been one of the higher-graded players on offense in the league this year. Um, you know, he, he is what makes Jalen Hurts so successful. The running game, the ability to control the line of scrimmage, and just to throw the ball up on back shoulder fades. Jalen Hurts is a really developed quarterback because of the playmakers at receiver, mainly A.J. Brown. Um, I thought Hertz played well. He answered with four touchdown passes. Again, um, he's doing a good job. They're doing a good job with him and around him. Uh, the red zone offense, though, is a problem for the Eagles. They lost two fumbles inside the three-yard line Sunday. They're second team uh, since 2000 with multiple lost fumbles inside their opponent's three-yard line in the game. Um, they've been shaky. Um, you know, uh, inside its own 20 through eight weeks. That needs to get better. Big, big matchup. Can we say big enough times? They got the Cowboys next week. The Commanders, um, they're three and five. Are they going to be more aggressive in trying to trade for future free agents? What is the future of the coaching staff? Are they going to try to hold on to it? What is the ownership? chirping their ear about Montez Sweat, Chase Young are the most likely trade guys if they want to move on them. But there's been an offer for Sweat. Uh, he's more in demand because uh, than Young because of possible concerns about Young's recovery from a knee injury. But um, this team's not going anywhere. Uh, but what is the stability of the front office and the coaching staff with this new ownership? Uh, pass protection was a positive. Sam Howell's play was a positive. Wasn't it sacked until the fourth quarter? Keep him upright. This kid can play. Uh, the secondary played poorly. Um, they got The corners got torched against Philadelphia's receivers, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, were both outstanding. They got the Patriots next week to Washington. Minnesota win over Green Bay 24-10. Um, is it it for Kirk Cousins? He's gone for the year and probably not going to resign. So it's over. Um, his contract is voids at the end of the year. He's going to be 36. So he's going to be playing with another team. It would appear uh, very tough, very tough loss in a win for the Vikings. Uh, KG Osborne played pretty well. Um, the running game. Look, here's the problem with the Vikings going forward. They were totally relying on a quarterback, totally relying on a passing game. They can't run the football. I think the defense has played very well. It's been very well coached. They get the Falcons next week. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this team responds. For the Packers, man, Jordan Love has just fell into the tank. Three games into the season, it looks like they uh, had their franchise quarterback. Be patient, folks. Doesn't look confident as a passer. Miss open receivers. Took off running on third and long when there was no chance of converting. Threw another pick. Um, it's fifth great game with an interception. Um, got a ways to go. There's no question about that, but be patient. Team's not very good. Team's very young. 
And a young team that's trying to grow around a young quarterback is a different situation. I don't know what they have in Jordan Love, but I know that he's right now needs a boost of confidence and he needs more work. This team's not very good. Um, thought uh, Nijeman played very well on the offensive line for them, uh, but the third down defense is really disappointing. Um, the improvements that it looked like they showed just were not there. They get the Rams next week. Jacksonville beats Pittsburgh 2010. How good are the Jags? They're 6-2 and two for the first time since 99. Sloppy victory, but yet in a good way. That's a game <clears throat> in which they won that, that they showed a lot of toughness. Like the, the, you know, they're going to get back four injured starters after the bye. Um, and, and they haven't played what I would call a complete game, but they're getting Zay Jones, Walker Little, Tyson Campbell, and Andre Sisco. Should be at full strength of the second half of the season. Now they're going to get San Francisco, and they're going to have Cincinnati, and Cleveland, and Baltimore in December. So uh, they already have a victory over Buffalo. So we're going to see rubber meets the road coming up. Are the Jags pretenders? They're contenders. I think they're contenders, but how much we're going to see. Andrew Wingard played well at safety, uh, filling in for Cisco. Uh, the red zone offense turned it over on two of their three trips. That can't happen. That's going to be a problem going forward. Again, starting on the 12th when they play the Niners, going to be uh, an issue there. Got to take advantage of that five. The Steelers, can they overcome their – Costly injuries in a short week. They dropped Sunday's game, lost several key players. They got the Thursday night game uh, against the Titans coming up. Um, you know, uh, they're at home. Kenny Pickett was knocked out 17 seconds before the half on injury to the ribs. Deontay drops and, uh, Johnson limped in with an injury. George Pickens made a couple of plays for him. But um, in the end, they couldn't get it done. I thought the inside linebackers, Landon Robinson and Alex uh, Highsmith, did a nice job putting pressure on Trevor Lawrence. Con uh, Alexander uh, forced a fumble on Everett Ingram. Um, disappointing in their run game. Jags have one of the league's best run defenses. The Steelers' run game all but disappeared. <clears throat> they um, Najee Harris had seven carries for 13 yards. Jalen Warren had five carries for 13 Steelers are not running the football. They're not winning. They got the Titans on Thursday night uh, at home. Carolina beating Houston, getting their first win of the year. Uh, look, they were celebrating. They were excited. Deservedly so. Um, you know, um, the second half of the season isn't as daunting, but <clears throat> I thought Bryce Young showed a little more confidence. We'll see. Um, this is an improved Houston team, but not an elite team. I thought Bryce um, probably played his, well, definitely played his best game in terms of decision-making and getting the ball upfield. Doesn't have the offensive line of playmakers to do a whole lot. Red zone offense, not very good. Um, had a chance to make a statement early, but but couldn't. Uh, they won, but wasn't all that impressive. They got the Colts next week. <clears throat> um, the Texans. Um with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm wondering, CJ Stroud's kind of come back to the pack a little bit. In his first four games, he averaged over 300 yards passing. In the past three, he's averaged under 200. It's not all on him. His receivers and tight ends haven't helped him. But to remain competitive, they got to get the passing game back on track. A um, little bit of a, well, I call it a slump. It's really more people have got film on them now to play against them. Jonathan Grenard played well. Nico Collins uh, struggled, a little disappointing there. They get the Bucks this coming week, so they've got a chance to get back on track. Both of them do. Uh, Miami gets to New England 31-17. Um, the offensive line, Dolphins were down four starters with Teron Armstead and Isaiah Wynn on IR. Connor Williams was active but not playing with a groin. Robert Hunt out of the game with a hamstring injury. To make matters worse, the backup left tackle Kendall Lamb also briefly left the game with an abdominal injury uh, but was able to return in the second half. It's not ideal, but Armstead is eligible to return for next week's game against the Chiefs. Williams should be healthy enough to play as well. Losing Hunt would be a major blow, but he never left the sideline and appeared to able to play in an emergency. So let's see if this offensive line can be in um, intact a little bit more. They're going to need to against that Chiefs defensive front. Jalen Ramsey made his presence known, no question about it. Big there. The running game, though, ran only 78 yards, 26 carries. Uh, second straight lackluster performance running the football Got to run the football better. Again, Chiefs, Dolphins in Germany next Monday. The Patriots, um, Mac Jones has got to stop turning the football over. The interception late in the second quarter was one of the key plays in the game. Um, picked by Ramsey, trailing 14-7, but um, advanced the ball to the Dolphins 23. Um, you got to be able to protect the football. I thought Kyle Darger played well for him, the starting safety. Uh, did a really good job, led the team with nine tackles. Um, they got to get healthy, though. They lost Kendrick Byrne, the knee, uh, linebacker Juwan Bentley with the hamstring, Devontae Parker with the head injury. Uh, they're two and six. They've got injuries. They got problems. They got the commanders next week. Dallas blowing out the Rams. The Cowboys peaking. Boy, the Cowboys are Jekyll Hyde. We know about the blow, blowout loss to the 49ers. Now they blow out the Rams. They got the Eagles this week. Um, we know, again, what they can do when they're playing at their best. But what are you going to get with them? Dak had three first-half touchdown passes, hit eight different receivers. Though the offensive line was shaky, I got to say. The defense had an unbelievable performance again, a score with the Ron Bland pick six. Michael Parsons was a menace on defense. C.D. Lamb was outstanding. He um, it really. 12 catches, 158 yards, two touchdowns for a second straight 100-yard game. Um, 
really, really good performance. Uh, the offensive line, though, is a problem. And that's where I think they could have problems against the Eagles. We'll get into it more this week. But Prescott was sacked three times, including two of the first three snaps. And it would have been three out of the first four if not for a Rams penalty. Rams just couldn't take advantage. The Eagles might be able to. Um, they go to Philly next week. For the Rams, um, boy, if Matthew Stafford is out, you got a problem. Um, you got Kyron Williams already sidelined. Um, the offense struggled without Stafford last season. Uh, you know, I, I, look, I mean, Aaron Donald continues to play well. Uh, but, man, you know, they're not – offensively, they don't have a lot of answers. I just – I don't think the roster's all that good. I think they're well coached, and when some of the key players – on this team are injured, they really just don't have any answers. They get the Packers next week. And of course, recapping if you, you know, didn't get the recap on Landry football, which we encourage you to get the detailed breakdowns of all these games. Of course, Buffalo beating Tampa. Um, you know, my thoughts in with the Bills is their inability to close out opponents are a concern. And it's maybe going to hold them back from being amongst the elite teams in the AFC. Um, they're going to have to figure that out if they're going to join that group at this point. They're they're in the mix, but they're just a little bit below. But Khalil Shakir played well, um, but defensively they got to close people out better. They got the Bengals. They go to the Bengals next week. Right now the question is is can they go on the road, play better, and beat the Bengals? Right now I I tend to doubt it. Um, the Bucks have got three straight losses. Um, Baker Mayfield starting to look like Baker Mayfield normally does. Um, I thought Rashid, uh, Rashad White ran well. Um, you know, uh, Luke Getsky struggled at tackle. I, I think in a in a weak NFC South, the Bucks are starting to kind of fall apart a little bit. <clears throat> I still think the Saints are the best of a bad-looking four-team division. We shall see if the Bucks can get in it. Here's the thing about it being in a bad division. You're never quite out of it, and you're never good enough to pull away. That's a look at Week 8, breakdown inside the film room, game by game for you, giving you a view. We're going to certainly uh, check out the break to, the previews of the games for the Monday night matchup with the Lions and Raiders. We'll certainly break down that game. And you can get more detailed breakdowns of all of these games over at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check it out today. Take advantage of our football season sale. It's the best deal that we've got going. Um, you can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. But our football season sale is the best deal that we've got going. So check it out today. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Enjoyed it as always. We'll talk to you again next time, everybody. Check out all our shows this week. A lot of good things going on. We've got uh, the college football playoff rankings coming up, trade deadline. In addition to all the games, big week at LandryFootball.com. Come on board. We'll see you there. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.